You are listening to a Strange and Beautiful Network Classics Collection episode. This episode was originally released under our parent podcast, Strange and Beautiful Book Club. Anyways, you want to say hey to the friends? Yeah. Hey, friends. Hey, friends. We're trying out the pod lab. Oh, pod lab feels good. Might feel good. Describe where we're at. We're in a tiny little 8x10 room. In the very sizable shed in the back of your house. Yeah. It's a very sizable garage. Yeah. Yeah. It's like half the square footage of the house. Yeah, it's a really large space. It is. It's yeah. nice to have it. It's really great. And it's almost finished. When I came in, they were hanging some um, blankets on the wall to help with some of the echo. Yeah. Hopefully it helps. I don't yeah. Know. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Yeah. If not, you know what? One one episode with a little echo. So it's are okay. we going to paint this bubonic plague green or country <laughs> well, squire? Is, we're just doing this because yeah. I want to just put stuff up on the wall. Yeah. And I don't want to feel guilty about sticking yeah. stuff up on the wall. So my idea for the um, prints is because you can get all these really fun downloadable prints on Etsy from all. I also have Canva. I can build our own. Yeah. And then have them printed in color and then go and find frames at thrift stores. Yeah, and hang and them on the, on the wall. That look really cool. Yeah, and then you don't feel pressure to paint something. Every time I'm like, "Can you paint something today?" <laughs> I was thinking about stickers or something. Anyway, oh, stickers too. I looked up stickers too. Yeah, but I found a really cool sanctuary moon print that I want to get for our like oh, first one, and I'm gonna perfect. order it big. Yeah, please and then do. Do it in a frame. It's like kind of a uh, is is it pronounced muka mucha? You know the really thirties retro artist. What's his name? You don't know who I'm talking about? No, I don't. I think it's Mucha. M-U-C-H-A. Mucha? Mucha? Yeah, that would be Mucha. Yeah, okay. You like just... Muchas Gracias. Yeah, Mucha. But the artist? I don't know the artist. Yes, you do. I'm just saying it wrong. Okay. I'm not communicating effectively. <laughs> you could just send it to me. Yeah, I will. Yeah. And you're going to be like, oh, that guy, Kate? That's oh, not oh. how you say that. <laughs> it's like... um. What's that 30 design, 30s design called? Like Art Deco? Yeah, yeah. The Art Deco paintings? Yeah. With the women? Yeah, I know what Art Deco is. I know you know that. Yeah. You don't know this artist guy? No. All right, well. Sorry. We're going to get to it. I always liked art history better than contemporary art. I did really well in art history. That was one of the classes I made A+. I took a lot of Adderall that year. <laughs> Super organized. <laughs> I am on it. On it. Well, since we've already said hey to the friends, I guess you should tell them about this amazing book we're going to talk about. Well, first we can do the, hi, I'm Rachel. Oh, and I'm Kate. Welcome to the Strange and Beautiful Book Club. Cue the music. Yeah, that's right. Let's put the music in. Is it hot in here or is it just me tuning in to hear these three chatting about fantasy novels of the spicy variety? If you know what I mean, are you happy to see us? Or is that a dagger? It's face, she shattered. It's face, she shattered. Yeah. Because normally I'm just like, where do I cut us? <laughs> yeah. I don't ever do it. Cue music. Or I just throw it at the beginning. It's fine. It's fine. I love it. Yeah. I'm going to make up a dance to it. Um. So this book is... Serpents and the Wings of Night. Yeah, by Cassandra Broadbent. Carissa. Isn't Carissa. Carissa. Yeah. yeah. Carissa. Sorry, Carissa. By Carissa Broadbent. Yeah. Um, so, 
surprisingly great. This is on Kindle Unlimited. If you have a Kindle Unlimited prescription, <laughs> subscription, subscription. Um, I like this was a book that I saw a lady on Instagram book bookgram or TikTok say read this book, and I picked it up and I was like Rachel. It's really good. It's so good. And it was really good. And it's almost like standalone. And I feel like I'm kind of just starting to really read a lot of this genre, which is romanticy, right? Fantasy and romance. Yeah. Yeah. But this one stands out to me. I think she was a really good, well-developed character. And we really didn't lose her a lot of times we lose a lot of the independence as soon as they like find the guy like as soon as we start to like the guy yeah we sort of and this book is super withholding oh in so many ways yeah i didn't know how this was gonna end i know and that's why i was like we have got to talk about this on the pod because rachel says i didn't expect that i didn't expect it no but i'm also never kind i mean sometimes i'm like oh yeah i remember i'm i'm looking for the ending but this one does like it's twisty yeah i didn't know what she was gonna and it's a great ending yeah super good ending and it goes without saying we're probably gonna spoil the shit out of this book yeah you you shouldn't be listening to this if you haven't read it no no you really shouldn't i did not know what she was gonna choose at the end yeah and i think I was like, man, how do we get out of this? Yeah. So let's start by saying this book came out August 20th of 2022. Oh, okay. So his just came out. Yeah. That's why there's not an audible yet, which is annoying, super annoying. And the second is, so it's supposed to be, it's the um, Crowns of Nyxia, Nyaxia. Nyaxia. The the Crowns of Nyaxia. And it's one of two books. And the second book comes out March 15th. But she said she's going to have like a bunch of more books in this world. Right. But this yeah. story, I guess, is going to conclude. I hope not. I really like these characters. It's probably going to be like the Pharaoh Rasand thing where we had like their story arc and then yeah. they're in it, but it's not their story anymore. That would be great. I would be okay with it. Yeah. I think that'd be fine. Yeah. So our um, heroine is... Oraya? Is that how we're going to say it? Oraya? Oraya. Well, it's like Raya, like Raya and the Last Dragon with an O at the front of it. Oraya. 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 That's what I'm going to go with. Okay, I'll go with Oraya. Oraya? <laughs> Aurelia. Uh, we don't have an audible to go with on this. I know. So we're just going to wait. I was it. like, I was saying Aurelia, which is the woman's name in um, Love Actually. Oh. <laughs> but that's definitely a very different name. Yeah, so and it Oraya have an L is in it. perfect. So Oraya. And Rain. Yeah, Rain. I knew Rain, just weird spelling. Yeah, because, well. It's like a and I th- pretty heavy-handed clue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think the the name, oh, rain, like he rains. Like, ah, <laughs> okay. Yes. I was like, like the water that falls from the sky? No, no, like kings who rain. Oh, sure. Yeah, that yeah. makes, it's clever to well, see what she did there. Uh, I'm glad you picked up on it because I was like, like precipitation? <laughs> um, and then the friend, is her name Misha? Let's go with Misha. That sounds right. It's spelled yeah. M-I-C-H-E. So yeah. Mish? 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 Let's go with Misha. Misha. I think yeah. it's Misha. Yeah. So um, start us off. Okay. Wait. First, Zoop, let's get back up. I want you. Okay. So this is a vampire. We got vampires. Got vampires. But for me, I'm not super into vampire worlds. This is a really different type of vampire universe. Yes. Yeah. It's like a fantasy. 
which it's not not done. We do a lot of fantasy vampires, but she, they're well done. And is it not different than normal? Because there's like, there's more than one type of way to become a vampire. You can be like organically grown and naturally born. Yeah. Or you can be turned. Right. And in this universe, not everybody who's turned makes it. And they're not undead. No. They have. But they are immortal. Wrap it up. Yeah. What kind of immortal? Functionally immortal. Correct. <laughs> yes, they're functionally immortal. All right, we don't immortal. say immortality. We yeah. say functionally immortal. Yeah, they're because fu- they can they be can't killed. die. Yeah, every every vampire they're every immortal. Im- they just won't die of old age. There you go. So and they have hearts. Yes. They are warm. Yes. They do, however, same vampire trope. They cannot live out in the sun. Right. Which I always like it when we have a lot of weaknesses. Because otherwise they're obnoxious. And they're overpowered. And they're overpowered. And it's like, well, what's the drawback? Like there's got <laughs> there's gotta <laughs> Why be Why wouldn't you want to well, be a vampire? There's gotta be you gotta be giving something up. Right. Uh or it just feels like cheap. Yeah. You can't have a believable character who's like, No, I don't want to become a vampire if they're like, Well, I'm I'm functionally immortal. I can go out in the sun and do everything that I want. I just you know, kind of sparkle have to, really hard. I just have to drink blood every once in a while. That's yeah. fine, which is usually my problem with when they can drink animal blood. Because there's no drawbacks. Now there's literally, now you literally, like, if you only have to drink animal blood, like, every couple of weeks, you literally have less of an impact on the world than an average human. Because I have to eat every day. <laughs> and I'm probably going to eat an animal yeah. at least once a day. Yeah. Uh, unless I'm a vegetarian or vegan or whatever, but... I am creating more of a resource draw on the earth than you are. So, in fact, it'd be better if we all just turned into vampires. I do want to pause for just a second and come out of the the cast, the podcast, for a second. Yeah. So Rachel can tell us what she's drinking. (laughs) You can't shame me for my natty I'm not – this isn't shame, my friend. This is uplifting and support. But I want everyone to know. Strawberry lemonade natty light. Yeah. (laughs) I just wanted you to say Natty Light. It's my favorite. It's a pink can and it's really cool. And I, she never really has a drink. So I love that she's having a drink tonight. Yeah, this is my like, I just want to chill. It comes in a giant case. I saw. It tastes just fine. Yeah. I wasn't <laughs> shaming you in any way. I wanted the world to know. Yeah. Our five listeners. Like, I needed well, y'all to know. And you are having your Diet Coke. Yeah. Um, our 88 listeners that love our podcast yeah yeah <laughs> lots of them yeah everywhere. we're in so the top many. 200 for <laughs> film reviews in germany and the u.s yeah um but sorry back to vampires <laughs> <laughs> pull me out of vampires uh yeah i think uh for some reason i thought a lot about this topic and that's usually like my biggest pet peeve is no weaknesses you don't have to drink human blood which they don't have to drink human blood but they can drink vampire blood. They can drink anything. It's fine. Oh yeah. But there are consequences for not drinking it. Like they get they lose their minds. Yeah. They go into like a blood frenzy. If they don't drink blood. If they don't drink blood. They yeah, they lose their ability to stake. Yeah. Like yeah. when they're new vampires. And they did talk about that too. New vamps can't um Vamp sounds like such a um bad way. It doesn't it sound kind of derogatory? Vamp? Yeah. Yeah. But we're gonna use it. Um, <clears throat> but I think in True Blood made vamp sound bad. Is in it? my mind, in my mind, yeah. In Buffy, you were vamping out. Yeah. Remember when you changed your face? Yeah. Oh, right. You lost control. Yeah. yeah. And I think there's a vampire movie called Vamp. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. 
Um, but they, uh, I forgot what we were talking about. Vampires. I know, but like, <laughs> why are these different? Why are they better? Whatever. Right, right, right. Yeah, we had uh, the right blend oh, of weaknesses and, and strengths. The new vampires have like that typical trope. They have a really hard time. Yeah. Um, controlling themselves, and um, I wanted this book. <clears throat> so we started off in a prologue, and we learned that the vampire king. Yeah. Has. All of a sudden, had a very, very soft heart for a small little six-year-old child. Right. So between four and eight, they don't know because they don't see children very often. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, it could be four, it could be eight. I don't but know. all of a sudden, he's completely enamored with this small little girl that's just trying to survive. So he scoops her up. Yep. Kills, hurts these other dudes that are thinking about drinking her blood, and takes her back to his Vinnie Vincent castle. Yeah. And he is the king. There are three courts, courts, divisions, <laughs> yeah. factions. Yeah. And they are the Court Night- of Shadows, Nightborn, Shadows and Bloodborn maybe. Yeah. Court of Blood, Court of Shadows, Court of Night. Yeah. Yeah. Is that right? Maybe. Yeah. And the Nightborn court is the only one that's divided into like two factions. Ah, uh, I see. That were Shan and the Yaj. 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 That sounds right. <laughs> it took me a long time to work all that out, actually. She does a good job of, like, meeting out information, but sometimes it's a little too meager. Because she'll just be like, oh, that was a nightborn power. And you're like, well, aren't they all nightborn? Because yeah. they're all vampires? Right. Because uh, everything else has these really, like, over-the-top names. Like, yeah. Nyaxia, Yaj, Rishan. Yeah. And then it's like, well, these are the night ones these are the blood ones, and these are the shadow ones. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and the blood ones are cursed. They basically, as they get older, they become insane. Yeah, and they turn into, like, demons. Yeah. Yeah, because they turned their back on the goddess. So she cursed them. Which I love how she's, like, for real, for real, for realsy, and everybody knows she is. Yep. Yeah. This isn't a time, this isn't a time where the goddess lived 5,000 years ago. Oh, and no, we're, no. And our, and our beliefs and our spiritual churches are based on histor- history yeah. written no. by the men. No, she's just straight up, like... Chilling in the sky. Yeah. Wherever the goddess lives, she's there. You need me? I'm right here, guys. Yeah. I'm right here. Oh, or did we reach the end of the tourney? I'm here to crown the victor. Here I am. So, yep. yeah. So, Oraya or- goes back and lives with Vincent, who immediately, for me, I was like, nah, there's something else. There's no fucking way this man all of a sudden just loved a child. Yeah. Oh, my heart's soft. Let me take this little girl home with me. So, the whole time, I'm like looking at it from skeptical eyes. Like, I don't trust... Don't trust Vincent because I know that there's information that we don't have. And I feel like it's like that throughout the whole book. Like there's always just something else where you're like, "Mm." but she does a good job of like, is it? Is Is, it though? Does he just really like her? Does he really like her? Or does he, because he does, he loves her, act altruistically towards her. Right. No. And there's no doubt in my mind that, and as we learned at the end, potentially, I mean, the book concludes. Yeah. Don't, don't say it. No, you can say it. Oh, okay, yeah. you were like a little shit. No. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> the book concludes. We gave our spoiler warning. Oh, That's yeah. Fine. yeah. The book concludes with this idea that she's actually his child. Yeah. And that he may have 
how to, like a we've got an Edward and Bella situation here, where a vampire had a natural born child with a human. Yeah. Right. I was thinking the whole time she might be some like a goddess of some sort. Yeah, I knew she was something else because she, not just human. Yeah. Yeah. But we don't. Yeah, we don't really clear it up till all of a sudden she gets the like air mark because he has this very overt right. like. Brightly lit mark on his chest. So they have kind of like faded airs, yeah, right? Yeah. So the clans or divisions or factions are led by whoever is wielding, I guess, the fates decide who the strongest leader will be. Yeah. Is it... Um, it's kind of air, like... Yeah, fam- family. Heretical or whatever. Hereditary. Yeah. Hereditary. Yeah. Hereritical. <laughs> Hereritical. Yeah. yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, so... Vincent has this giant red, beautiful tattoo that makes him look like uh, it makes him the heir, and it kind of glows and like emits like wisps Power. of light. Which she loves the word puff. She used the word oh, no, puff I saw, all the time. I saw your note on that. She's I like, love that. This is a puff. Yeah, There's a he, puff he, of that. He likes to puff away his wings. Oh, yeah, everybody puffs, and they all have wings. But the Hyaj vampires have like bat wings, and, and the Rishan vampires have like feathery wings, angel wings, and that's why they don't like each other. Because your wings have feathers. Well, I mean, maybe we'll get some back. Story about how some of them are from hell and some of them are from another place. Yeah. Because that's the difference in angels and demons. Right. Typically And we in got stories. that long description of that painting. Right. At the very beginning. Right. Where you see a, the painting is of a Rishan vampire falling and reaching to someone or something out of frame. Right. I think we'll get more backstory I about that. I think we'll that. get that, yeah. Yeah, I definitely wanted more to hear. I wanted to hear more. I was like, oh, okay, and tell me more. And then we were like, and moving on. And yeah, we're yeah. not going to touch back on that. So Vincent has fantastically beautiful bat boy demony wings, black yeah, with red border, like kind of like Rasan's wings. Yeah, yep. So Aurea goes and lives in this castle, has to fend for herself, and she and Vincent trains her. Yeah. Teaches her how to fight. Yeah. Teaches her to be a badass. She has to live amongst people or beings that want to constantly hurt her and are 1,100 times as powerful. But, uh... She's living among people who are insanely more powerful. He trains her. Yeah. And then we get a glimpse. And the book kind of starts with her. um, Once we're done with the prologue, we we learn that she's going out. So the humans live amongst the vampires. Yeah. They're like slums. Yeah. This is like the vampire country. Kingdom. Vampire kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. And there are sections of the city that are designated for humans that her father has said, I, am I hands distracting you? No, you're fine. Okay. Sorry, I talk with my hands a lot, and Rachel's like okay. following, and I'm like, "Oh, stop it, stop it!" <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, but um, so there's sections of the city that the humans are in. So our first look at Oraya is that she is like protecting the city, like daredevil. Yeah, yeah. she's <laughs> like a going, superhero. She's going into uh, Hell's Kitchen and correct uh, defeating the bad guys. Yeah, yeah, and killing any of the vampires that are preying on humans. Yeah, which she goes every night and, and kills like one or two of them. Right. And she has never talked to them, to the humans. Yeah. She does not pl- play with them, talk to them. She doesn't feel like a human. She's very displaced and as- isolated. 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 <laughs> She's, She's isolated. Um, but she doesn't talk to humans. She doesn't fit in with the vampires, and she doesn't really talk to humans. She has one human friend, and her name is? 
Ayana? Is it? I? Ayana? L-L? I think it's capital I-L-A-N-A. Oh, Ilana. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Just now learning not, it. Not Ilana? Like <laughs> Ila- ex- extra L, Lana? Yeah. No. <laughs> Lalana? <laughs> Ilana? Yeah. Ilana. So Ilana is, how would you describe Ilana? She's like a fabulous older woman who's just living her life and constantly smokes clove cigarettes, making the best of the life that she has. And she lives her life by being a living blood bank. Yeah. And she, yeah, she's a human that has decided that she kind of like lives on the edge, wants to live life to the fullest and um, offers up her blood to vampires, yeah. which Oreya, am I saying it? Oraya? Oraya, like Raya. If I say like Raya. It's a made up name. You can say it however you want. Oraya is like you're always putting yourself in danger. You're always putting yourself in danger. And Alana's like, I'm already in danger. So at least I'm getting paid for it. Yep. And um, so Oraya, Alana is the only human that Oraya has ever like bonded with. So she loves her. They love each other. Yeah. They form this very like anti anti relationship like we were just talking about. Yeah. And um she's really important to her. And she wears like silk scarves. Just think of like the she's most colorful fabulous and fabulous person you've yeah. ever met, right? Yeah. So then we learn really quickly that Vincent wants Oraya to join this Hunger Games-esque tournament that they have every century. Well, he kind of tell. he I mean, he makes a point of telling her, like, I don't know if I ever told you this, but you don't actually have to do this if you don't want to. But it's sort of a tacit expectation that she's been trained for this, and this is what she's going to do. Right. But we don't really understand why, because why would you put... It's called the Kajari. Yeah. Why would you put a human girl into a tournament that is true to death that literally like you said this in your notes we don't really know what the the only goal for each tournament or each trial is to survive yeah but you don't know if the goal is to kill everybody else like to be the last survivor or just to win she's never really clear about like what the final stakes are are we all going to have to kill each other or do you just have to be the one that wins the trials? and Or does it change every year? Right. And this is a tournament that is created to celebrate the journey of Nyaxia, mm-hmm. our living goddess, and her kind of her personal... Her, like, pers- liberation and Right. Where journey. her husband was killed. Yeah. And she became the goddess of the night. The goddess of death, really. Yeah. A, a death goddess. And... um so it's to celebrate them, kind of the start. And she bestowed upon these creatures the yeah, power. Yeah, she created the... Vampirism. Yeah, vampir- vampirism. Yes. Vamp- vamp- imperialism. <laughs> it kind of is, yeah. 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 <laughs> vamp imperialism, yeah. Um, so that's kind of why we're doing this. So we do have this, like, Hunger Gamesy type, which I kind of like. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's really fine. Plot, it moves the plot forward yeah. really easily. I don't mind the mystery and the story. I like kind of like each trial. Like, oh, what's it gonna be? Kind of like Golden. Um, what's that Harry Potter book? The Golden Compass. Nope, that's a whole fucking <laughs> different Harry young Potter adult series. The Goblet of Fire. Yep, yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> 
It's like one time I was making a TikTok about Star Wars being a Star Wars, a female in the Star Wars f- fandom. Um, and uh, I accidentally said wands instead of lightsabers. And I was like, nope, bowing out now. They're going to kill me. Yeah. I cannot get it right. Yeah. I have, I do not deserve to talk about this. <laughs> That's what just happened. When you follow enough fandoms, they all get a little conflated. They do. Yeah. Thank you. You're I also welcome. have a hard time. Just like my synapses are weird sometimes. So forgive me. So we get in this tournament journey. Yeah. Which they have to like offer their blood. They have to like indicate to Nyaxia that they want to be a part of it. Through a ceremony. You offer, you like do a little ceremony and they kind of do it together, which is like a father-daughter bonding thing. Like here, let's send you off to your death together. Right. Kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. What did you think of Vincent as a father? I think she created a... Well done character where we get both him as a like soft father figure and we also get him as a ruthless, powerful ruler who is willing to do literally whatever it takes yep. to secure his power and to defeat his enemies. Yep. And he's a very good balance of both. And even she says that she's like, sometimes he's Vincent, the father and sometimes he's Vincent, the King. Yeah. And we never know. And that's kind of one of the stakes. Yeah. Is that we're unsure in certain points of the book, which one one he's going to be. Yeah. And like, which one is default or which one is him. Right. And he doesn't compromise his decisions for her, but he also, he like, when he does something like he completely destroys a town, and she's a like city, a actually. city. It's like not a town. It's I saw like you half write a million that in your people. notes, and I, I crossed it out and went, "No, nah, that's city. That's yeah. a giant fucking city. Yeah, half a million people. It's a huge city." And she's like, "How could you do that?" And he's like, "Well, I have to do what I have to do." Yeah, and he didn't think she'd know about it, which is bullshit. Yeah. And that one of my favorite things about that moment, or something that I think is really important in in understanding how Nyaxia handles the end is that she, he immediately thinks, oh, her, her sense of humor. She thinks that's funny. Yeah. She thinks it's funny. Yeah. For her to know this. Um, because some, the way that the ending of the um, trial is, the last trial is handled. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. I wanted to kind of talk about, um, okay, so with the tournament, there's a boon at the end. Yeah. So you get like a wish. It's yeah. like a make-a-wish tournament. It's the wish spell from D&D. You can literally wish for anything. Yes, anything. Yeah. And anything. she'll grant and it. And she'll be like, cool, here you go. Yeah. I want to talk about it more at the end. Okay, yeah. That's fine. We can save it. Yeah, I just think it, it's such a good thing at the end. Yeah. But where are we at? Where do we talk about now? I don't know. Well, we were talking about Vincent, but like Vincent has bat wings, which we already talked about. And um, the Kajari is coming. And the trial is open to literally any vampire. Anyone. Anyone who wants to enter can enter. Right. Human, vampire, any court. Doesn't yeah. matter. And it's everybody's chance like to shoot their shot. Yeah. One of my favorite characters in this book, and I wasn't really sure where he was going to go with it, and I think he was actually kind of underutilized, is the... Ishmael? Uh, yes. Yeah. I really liked Ishmael. So he's this... What, but I actually think it actually, the longer he survived in the trials, the more I understood why his parents took him the fuck out. Yeah. So one thing to understand about these vampiric <laughs> families is that they, I mean, they are literally, like, Vincent killed his family 
to become the heir. Yeah. There was no fucking around. There was no love. He yeah. literally killed his family. Because they, they weren't going to die on their own. Right. They weren't just going to get old they are and pass. Because they're functionally immortal. immortal. So to, to get the power. He had to kill his entire family. Right. And, and he, another thing to mention, he won the Kajari, what, 200 years prior to this? Yeah. The So not the last one, but the one before that. And he, um, yeah, <laughs> and he got a wish from Nyaxia. Yeah, and which was we, for all the power that he has. Yeah, and his, and what we learned later on in the book is that he wished that the Rashan, the second faction of the Nightborns, um, to seal their air power. Yeah, yeah, seal it up so another one couldn't rise up. Yeah, so he wouldn't necessarily have to worry about it. So that was a little vague. That, like, we don't know exactly what that means. Right. Or how, and th- I think that's one of the reasons why the ending was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Because we didn't really know. But yeah, we were like, well, we didn't know that's what he wished for for a long time. Yeah. We, didn't we just know. knew he wished to be, like, the leader. Whatever wish he made made him the leader. A very, very powerful leader. And that's what we know. That's really all we know for, like, a really long time. Yeah. Like, so, the entire book. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> like, a really yeah. long time. Yeah. Um, so, they have a... You know, all the vampires get together. Of course, they, everybody's playing nice. They All the three different people are in a room having a feast. This is when we talk about that. Um, we meet our fucking sexy-ass rain, mm-hmm. like precipitation. Um, and the way that we're introduced <laughs> to him is that he's standing in front of the picture. The painting, yeah. The painting that Rachel was talking about earlier. Um, so we immediately, he's wearing purple. He has red hair. He has, yeah, like multicolored everything. Yeah. Like and everything about him is a bunch of different colors. Right. And um, almost immediately, we know that there's a, yeah, what's going on here between Oraya and um, Rain? Do they meet? I don't think they meet right here. She yeah, just sees she him and sees she's him like. And I think they make eye contact. She's like, mm. who dat? Who dat? That's who is nice. that? That's nice. He's- <laughs> or he stands out. Yeah. Something about him stands him out. Immediately. He stands out in the room, which is a room full of vampires, which she constantly mentions that, like, every vampire is beautiful. You just have to get over it. Right. You just have to stop. But there's something about him that is a little bit different. Yeah. And I think what we learn that is later on is because he was turned versus born, he always, and almost like a badge of honor, carries some of his humanness with him yeah. and he misses it like it's his you wrote this down his imperfections are what she ends up yeah loving about him yeah that's what she sees immediately she's like yeah. his beauty has like a, an amount of life to it and a ruggedness yeah an imperfection yeah um so then they all get we find out that during the kajari they gotta all go live in this uh boarding house Called the Moon Palace. Yeah. we. I love how we explain fuck all about the Moon Palace. They're just like, it's on the hill. It's magical. Nyaxia has complete control over it. And it changes around. Except it. Yep. And there's a uh, garden on a hill. Wait, what, what did they call it? Where she lived? I know everything has, like, it relates back to Nyaxia's story. Yeah. And I love how she works it in each time. She's like, oh, this must be the part of Nyaxia's story where this happened. And everyone's like, oh, Oh, yeah, yeah. right. Because we all know that story, but thanks for saying it out loud. Yeah. So we learned that 
One of the reasons that Oriah was going to talk to Alana that night was because she was like, you need to get out of here. Yeah. The Kajari's going to start at any time. There are no real deadlines. It's it's really up to Naxia, and she has a wicked sense of humor, evil sense of humor. I don't yeah. mean like good in a Boston way. So shit could go down at any moment. Yeah. And yeah. She, who knows what the fuck she's going to do this time. Sometimes it's like, sometimes you pair up, sometimes you have to murder people. Like, it is what it is. Yeah. She's like, you need to get out of here. Well- what happens? What happens to her good friend, Alana? She doesn't get out. Day one. Because Oriah does the, like, blood ceremony. And then the very that night she goes to sleep, and when she wakes up, she's in the moon palace. Yep. And it's dark, and she can hear screaming. And she, yeah. And she's like, oh, shit, I hear Alana. Yeah, she can hear her. I hear my friend screaming. And she starts running towards her instead of away from her. Which is, I love how the voice in her head is Vincent. For Always. the first three quarters of the book. Yeah, I mean, imagine if, like, it's been drilled into you. Yeah, like, he's and like, I no, heard- you need to save yourself. And, and she's like, fuck it, no, I'm going to go save my friend. And for a little bit, me being kind of me, I was like, oh, he can talk to her? <laughs> like I thought that they had some kind of I like see that secret language, but you do realize it's actually her just knowing what he would say in the moment. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, oh yeah, that makes. Sense. That's uh, but I can saying. see that because she makes a big deal about how it's always Vincent's voice. She's like, I can hear Vincent's voice in my head. Right, and you're like, oh okay, well I mean I, guess, I could see that. I could I guess see he's how got like a radio to her. Yeah, I mean we, we're in a world with mermagic magic exists, so it's not outside the realm of the of possibility. Yeah, yeah. So but then you realize, that. oh, this is just a way for us to realize that she doesn't think for herself and she's never had to make her own decisions and everything she's ever been taught is to be Vincent's yeah be Vincent's daughter daughter slash human yeah nobody nobody quite knows who she is yeah and there's there's a question in on everybody's mind which is including the reader why the fuck would he take a human child home and raise it as his own right which i love at the very very (laughs) beginning she's like uh this is the choice that would eventually lead to his downfall um but when asked about it he was like i don't know i just fell in love and love, she's like, and love, you understand, is sharper than any steak yeah. or whatever. But I do love her little interludes where we get the little, like, italicized. Yeah, and we find out more. Chunks of story. Yeah, find out more and more. So she's not spoils her own book, but she sets us up right at the beginning. Yeah. That this decision to take her home with him is eventually what's going to be the end of him. Yep. I, yeah, I caught that. Too. Which I like it when an author does that because you're like, oh, okay. And you forget. How? How? Yeah, you forget. Yeah. You forget when you're reading. I never forget in shows, but I forget when I'm reading because it, it, it might, well, for me, it takes me 24 hours to read <laughs> through a book. For Rachel, it takes two. So she doesn't forget, but I do. I didn't um, forget, but if, it was. There will never be a pod where I don't reference how fast you read. <laughs> <laughs> it has to happen every single time now. Um, but yeah, so we learned that. Um, yeah, and it, it does end up being his downfall. So we go, she runs into Rain for the first time, and he goes, there she is. Yeah, well, at first he's like, don't go that way, little human. They're going to yeah. kill you if you do. And so she stabs him in the, in the leg. She's like, <laughs> fucking let me go. And, she and, just he, and he knows him. who she is, but she doesn't know who he is. Right, because it's dark. She can't <laughs> she see can't see he shit. Can't. No. And he's got nocturnal vision. Yeah, so yeah. she stabs him hard enough that she has to, like, <laughs> yank the knife out. 
And then she's just like, peace. And she just leaves. She yeah. Just, and she runs and she finds out uh, and she finds Alana. She does. And she, you know, it's a really tragic moment for her. She's never loved another human. This is her person. And she's gone. And um, she grabs a scarf out of her pocket that she's able to hang on to. Um, and then what happens is she sees um, a vampire over there kind of blood drunk. Yeah. And she's up. like, well, I'm going to murder that son Peace of a bitch. Peace out, motherfucker. You're done. <laughs> and we get to get a glimpse at that. Like, she actually can hold her own with these vampires. Yeah, and they're always pissing themselves. She's always like, oh, he was so scared at the end. He peed himself. Yeah, the the vampires pee. They have, yeah. yeah, they're alive. I love that. Yeah, it makes way more sense to me. So she kills him, and then um, she goes and finds herself a little hiding spot up in this garden. Yeah, because we're gonna be here for menagerie four, four months. Yeah, four months. It's a greenhouse. A greenhouse. Yeah, yeah Thank a greenhouse. You. Okay, get your shit together. It's okay. Menagerie would have animals in it. I'm like, it's what the plants. fuck is it called? <laughs> it's like a greenhouse on a level up high. Yeah, it's it's like a an overgrown greenhouse. But, what, but she's the only one who can be in there because sunlight. Sun. Yeah. yeah. So she's like, I'm going to be safe kind when of. it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. When it's, everyone's asleep. Yeah. Yeah. So then the next day, you know, does she get hurt the first night? She gets hurt a lot. She doesn't get hurt the first night because she's like hanging out in the greenhouse and then they all get summoned. Yeah. And then they get told the rules of the trial. Right. And then somebody, this one dude at their first feast is losing his fucking mind because his brother's dead. Yeah. Who killed my brother? And she's like, huh, who killed your brother? So weird. <laughs> it wasn't me. She didn't say shit. She no, just kept her like, head down. Mm-hmm. And I think she's sitting next to Misha and Misha's like, you killed him, didn't you? And she's like, what? No. Me? Actually, she's like, who is this nice, bubbly vampire? What are you doing here? Yeah, she's Why like, are you acting like this? I'm just a feeble human. Absolutely, I didn't kill that guy. Yeah. No, no. And uh, we get a glimpse that Rain has. So there's a superpower called the... Uh, Asterisk? <laughs> bright ball of light. A- I kept thinking asterisk. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Asteris. Like, yeah, I think that's what it's called. Um, that Vincent has. Yeah. So it must be some sort of high magic that only like really powerful vamps have. Um, but we learn really early on that Rain has it too. Yeah. And it should have been a <laughs> indicator. <laughs> However. Like, at, oh, that's where I mean, that guy has it too. Yeah. I mean, it, south. Oh, that's like, what a coincidence. <laughs> at this point, we know something's up with Rain. We know that he's some sort of like general. He's old. He's, I think he's. He's like two or three hundred. Yeah. He's pretty old. Um, not five hundred. Uh, but he's definitely older than twenty three. Well, she's she's twenty three. Yeah, yep, she's maybe not a little bit older. Eighteen. Thank God. Yeah. Thank I, God. No, thank that's almost like you, Jesus. Thank you. We're not dealing with teenagers. No, no. Yeah, which is probably why I like her so much better. Well, I, I, I did some <laughs> redditing, super battle, and some reading about what other people thought, and they said the same thing. Yeah, like she's a really good like mid twenties. She meets Rain and she's like, "Oh shit! Look at that! Look at that big ass power right there. That's pretty scary." Yeah, that's my dad, my dad could do that. It's huge. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that fancy light. Um, and his, can you? I my reading comprehension didn't really grasp the differences in the two light powers. That's another thing that she wasn't super clear about because we come up with a lot of different magic, and the only magic that everybody always uses the same way is blood magic. And everything else is like, Ishmael has power that comes from the stars. 
And asterisk, I think, is another type of power that comes from the stars. They're all like knight of some variety, some kind of knight right. power. And they have a fire, but it's not like fire fire. Only people who are alive, technically, can use the like life power. But the gift that Nyaxia gives is like night fire. Right. And so it's like white and it doesn't burn the way it's not heat doesn't give off heat and burn the way that regular fire does it like burns you from the inside out it's yeah like rots you or whatever i don't know it's the magic it's is like super Nesta's fire yeah a little bit like nesta's fire yeah the magic is super kind of hand wavy like it, it ends up feeling individual for each individual person Kind of, but then it, I found that a little bit hard. But I wasn't really focused on the ma magic structure here. I love magic structures, honestly. Yeah, we I don't, think they're really fun to read about. But We leave it very open. Open. Yeah. Kind of ambiguous. Because even later when she realizes she has Nightfire, she's not immediately like, oh, shit, I have a vampire magical ability. No, but she she's probably like, should have. She's like, oh, okay, I have, that's my magic. Yeah, but, and... But honestly, it could be something a little bit different, and we just don't know what else to call it. Right. And I'm hoping that the vagueness of it is because we learn more about it later on. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing we're going to – I haven't read any of her other books, but I'm guessing we're going to get – we're going to paint this with a more detailed brush. So first trial comes. Yeah. Well, I don't remember. What was the it's first the trial? It's the demon trial. It's where oh, they like, yeah. They, they get divided in half. Right. And she and Rain are on one side, and Misha and – the other some other random vampires there's like 40 of them in the trial at the start right and they get attacked separated. by but they get attacked by like bloodborne vampires that have completed their transformation and they're demons now. they're demons um and what we get a look at is first of all she of course ends up with rain and she's like oh god why is he here she's like wow he's really good at fighting I'm really good at fighting. He's really good at fighting. And actually, they end up working together to get through that one. She yeah. recognizes that there is a kind of like the demons have kind of a hive mentality. And yeah. there's one demon there's that is marked. Yeah. And she's like, we have, they kind of, you know, figure it out, get together. Oh, we're also in, of course, we're in a giant Quidditch field stadium. Yeah, with people cheering. Yeah, with giant vampires and through every trial, um, Vincent is there somewhere where she can see him. Yeah. And then he's watching close. And she's always looking for him in the It's like crowd. a gladiator type. Yeah, it's weird that there's just a giant stadium where all of this stuff takes place. Do all the vampires then get transported to the stadium every time they get transported to the stadium? So you're just like, you're cooking dinner and all of a sudden you're like in a seat waiting for... Like the trial to begin. Yeah, <laughs> maybe they, they have. They just get like whisked there. So they does do, I yeah. actually give them some kind of give everybody some kind of warning? There's a lot of unanswered questions. Right. About so this the is how I imagine stadium. it. There's a bell or like some sort of call. Oh, okay. And everybody's like, "Fuck yeah, let's go!" Because this is like the World Cup. Yeah. Because it's every hundred years. Right. Quidditch Cup. But <laughs> World Cup, Quidditch Cup, <laughs> Vampire Hunger Games. Yeah. Right. So I imagine there's a call and everybody's like, hell yeah. And maybe they have magic to where they can, you know. Tell, I, yeah, we don't know. Go from cooking. So to, does the stadium sit empty? Or do they do it? Do they have vampire sports? Is it a vampire? I The way I imagined it is that it kind of um, gets put in a pocket realm and then it's just brought out. Like the, uh, like the moon palace. The moon palace must just sit there. Yeah. And every hundred years. Gets used. Gets used. Right. And doesn't it, isn't it kind of like a church other times? I don't know. I don't no, know. they don't really explain it. Well, 
I think the the attorney the the um uh Kajari. Yeah, the Kajari um stadium is in the separate world okay. that gets pulled All right, in. That's fine. Yep. In my in my in our world. You know what? Sounds good to me. Okay. It's fine. And then we're into part three. Each part there's like six parts. There's a bunch of parts. Yeah. Because each mo- each trial is like phase of tied to the phase of the moon. Right. Yeah. So now we're in the waning moon. Yeah. Because she gets like severely injured. She Every gets time. shot in the leg. Yeah. By a vampire. But what we do learn that it's okay when she gets injured because there's magical potions. There's, there's a magic healing potion. She can just take that shit and she's fine. Yeah. And yeah. there's also a secret meeting space with her dad. So every day or every evening or night, right before yeah. dawn, she can sneak out and meet her dad. Yeah. And he'll give her some potions. But the potions are becoming hard to find. Right. Yeah. And Vincent is, as the book progresses, getting more and more <clears throat> scratchy, like more and more anxious. And he yeah. won't tell her why, because everyone decides that communication is best done by not communicating. By at not all. just, we're just going to nix that. Let's withhold everything. That's too much work telling yeah, you what's going you. on. So fuck you it. You don't need to know. So fuck it. It's fine. You just, you worry about the trial. You worry about you, not worry yeah. about me. Just stay alive. Just you stay, stay alive. alive, you hear? Um, <laughs> Rain and um, I think it's is it the third trial that they have to work with someone else? They do, but they decide to team up kind of early. Yeah, because you want to be like a team, right? By the time you get to the third trial, because the third trial always requires like a team teamwork, teamwork, right? So Rain's like, "Hey, do you want to come live with us? We found this cushy ass apartment, yeah, over in Section West West Wing, <laughs> and." Uh, do you want to come live in our cushy apartment with five full bedrooms? She's like, first of all, fuck you. First I have a all, fucking menagerie garden. Yeah, first of all, fuck you. Second of all, I'd rather bleed to death in this greenhouse. Than talk to you. Than talk to you. Yeah. And he's like, well, you're really unkind. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. she's like, you think? Well, okay, so fuck you also. And, yeah. And uh, I'm not going with you because you're only doing this because I'm human and you think you can kill me afterwards. And he's like, fair. And Entirely she's not. Fair. She's not beyond thinking like, oh, you just you just want me to get to my daddy. Yeah, you just I'm the princess, you know. Yeah, and he calls her princess, and he's really condescending, and it's super hot. Um, <laughs> like, ooh, insult me harder. Yeah. <laughs> Say mean shit to me. I love that. Um, so she eventually like I think something happens. What happens out in the greenhouse? Something happens. Um, she gets attacked because she's like bleeding to death out oh, there. Oh, and somebody yeah, a, a finds her, attacks her, loses loses control. A blood vampire, yeah, a bloodborn is losing his mind. He's he's on his curse is far more progressed, and um, yeah, he attacks her. She gets really hurt. She has to crawl her ass up to Section West Wing, yeah. and like, do do do. Uh, just kidding. Can I come in? Yeah. She's like, you know what? Uh, it's fine. Yeah, we can be partners. It's fine. And then she just passes out. Passes out. And luckily, Misha and him have some magic. They have magic. And they have a magic potion for her. They have some potions for her. healing potion. So once again, she's killed up. Cure wounds. And she, yeah. And she, uh, (laughs) cure wounds. Yeah. And she realizes that the apartment is as cushy as they said it was. Yeah. Yeah. It's got like. A central common area and a whole bunch of little rooms off of it. It's like right. a group dorm, but with individual rooms. Yeah. And Misha is as bright and bubbly as you think. She's, she's like, super we, sweet. She's like, we gave you the one with all the windows for obvious reasons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this is also when we get a glimpse that Rain is yearning and longing for the sun that he never gets to hang out in anymore. We get this like vision of this strong, burly motherfucker standing in front of the window, just like 
Waiting for sunrise. Like oh. hanging as long as he possibly can. Yeah. And we're like, what's going on with that? Oh, do you miss the sun? <laughs> Obviously, he was human at some point. Yeah. Um. Yeah, what happens in the... Did we talk about... What's the second trial? I don't remember. It probably doesn't matter. Oh, it's the maze. Oh, yeah. It's the maze. With the little have, kid. Where you have to weigh down the switches, like in Zelda, where you'd have to get a pot. Oh, that's pot what you meant switches. by that. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she made reference to Zelda in the notes, and I was like, I don't get Because that every dungeon in Zelda, you always get to those switches where you have to leave something on the switch. To keep it down. To keep it down. Except uh, in this case, it's unconscious bodies. Yes. And this is where we see Ishmael again. Yes. And she has to take him out a little bit. Yeah. And Ishmael, which we didn't, we we we, de- we deviated before we finished, but like his parents hobbled him oh, right. and ripped his fangs out. Yep. And his wings. And and ripped his wings. And yet still, Ishmael makes it. Right. Through to oh, the end. You're right. I had a super ADHD movement. Apologies. Oh, it's fine. Um, Yeah. We realize as this tournament goes along that Ishmael actually has a lot to offer. And yeah. he is a fucking survivor. Yeah. And he is like, I thought he was going to end up being a character that comes up, you know, people underestimate. I mean, that's true. People underestimate him. But I think his parents knew. Yeah. This motherfucker's a climber. Yeah. This, and they were he's like, a survivor. If we leave him intact... He gonna murder us all, right? So yeah. you never really know if he's like the Slytherin snake kind of guy. And because we didn't have real, like, we didn't have real clear stakes, we didn't really know whether everybody had to die or not. Yeah, I kind of thought maybe he would. We would find a way to. I thought we were gonna have a surprise winner. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know what how it was gonna right go. because I didn't. We don't know that everybody has to die right until the very last trial. Well, I could think they don't know either. Right. Because you don't know what the trial is going to be each time. Yeah. And she does say that it's very rare that um, there's been more than one winner, but it has happened. Yeah. So I think that kind of hope and optimism lingers with people. Um, But yeah, so in this trial, she sees a little girl. They've pulled a human family into this maze and she sees this little girl and instead of leaving her behind, she grabs her. Yeah. And she's, she's like, like, you're coming with what me. What the fuck are humans doing in this? Yeah. And I can't leave this little girl behind. So she she went till she finishes the trial carrying a child. Yeah. And her and Rain are even in this one helping each other. Right. Because he helps her. Well, she gets out and then she's like, "Make don't let them take this child from me. Because right. she knows she's about to pass out. And she's like, don't let them take this child from me. And he's like, I won't. Yeah. Like, I promise. Yeah. And she gets really, really hurt in this one, too, to the point where when she wakes up at the end of it, after everything's over, Rain's already, like, taken the child and gotten her to safe. Yeah. Safety. And that's actually, I think, where we – is that where we – they start – he realizes that she's been – she, like, is like, I can't do this shit anymore, and she needs to let off some steam. And she goes back to the human – precincts right well she's pissed because she doesn't know what happened with the child and she doesn't really know how to ask because she doesn't have communication skills because we have all seen how good vincent as is at communicating right so her model for communication is really poor right and so she doesn't know what happened to the child she can't really ask anybody so she's like well i'm just gonna go fucking murder some people that so i can feel, cool off that'll make me feel better right so she goes back over to the human districts and um find some bad guys and yeah. then we learn that rain Rain's like, ha, I see you. 
And really, he's just fallen more and more in love with her. Right. Because, well, they tried training together before and it just wasn't working. Why wasn't it working? They they she, were really just angry. Like, she wasn't trusting him enough and they weren't in a position. And they like, weren't working together. They weren't working together against something. They were just fighting with each other. So as soon as she was like, okay, I really want to kill this vampire. And if you want to join in, that's great. That's and then fine, they start whatever. to really sync up. Yeah. Yeah. And so then they start to work together. And then we start to see the chemistry and the connection come yeah. full force and then we have to sit with it and it's withheld from us for books hey did you notice what fucking chapter is the sex chapter is it 55 hell no it's 44 <laughs> that's funny yeah because no, I, I went notice. i went back and read that one right before i got here that was what i was doing from like five to six you were like you know what i know what i need to review well i'm not gonna really <laughs> like for me to really feel the book I think I need to read that one chapter. <laughs> that particular chapter. Yeah. Just one more. Yeah, time. I wish it was 55. That would have been hilarious, but yeah. it's 44. I might make us some coffee mugs. <laughs> <laughs> but he actually gets her to interact with people. He's like, yeah. Are you afraid of the people? Have you never talked to humans? Because they're going to go to a bar, and she's like, You can't go to a bar. And he's like, Well, I assure you, I, I can. Yeah. I, I'm fine. I'm not going yeah. to haul off. Have and we eat learned people. at this point that he's turned? I'm sure we have. I can't remember exactly where that yeah. happens, but she's like, Oh my God, that's why he's so edgy. I think we figured out sh- like shortly after she force pushes him out the window. Oh God, did we even talk about that yet? No, they're trying to fight and he pushes, he makes her, he pisses her off. And, and so she, she just like, and she, then we're like, ta-da, here's my powers. Yeah. She force pushes him. And out she's like, window. I knew I could do that. And they're like, did you know you could do that? And she was like, absolutely. And then meanwhile, they're both like Misha and Rain are like, that bitch did not know that she could do that. <laughs> no, she did not. But we'll let her, we'll run That's with fine. it. That's You know what? You, you do you, little human. That's fine. <laughs> so he takes her to a bar and he gets her to go in. And he's like, we're going to go have the worst beer you've ever had. And she's like, well, that's not a high bar because I've never drank any beer. And he's like, what the fuck? Are you even like, well, what is the point have of you? Have you ever talked to a human before? What is the point of you? If you're not, like, are yeah. you living? What is going on? Yeah. And so he drinks beer, this like nasty beer, and he's just like transported. Yeah. He's so and he happy. he reminds me of Cassian a lot. Um, but he immediately like she said, I think there's a point where she walks in and his shoulders all of a sudden just like <sighs> Well, he turns he like goes into human. human mode. Yeah. Yeah. And he looks like a human and he moves like a human and yeah. he's not graceful. Or he's really graceful, but he's just like edgy and raw and she's like, Oh shit, you were a human. And you can tell he loved it. Yeah. And he misses being a human. Right. And he misses his humanness. Um we do learn at one point that he had a family. Yeah. And, you know, shit happened and he got turned. Yeah. By evil fucking king. Yep. And then the moon palace blows up. Yeah, and we haven't mentioned this yet. Misha's a really great character. I really enjoyed her. I hope we get more of her in the second book. But something that's really cool about her is that we learn that she has powers of another god. Yeah, the sun god. Like a god typically associated with humans. Right, because she was a um, priestess at a at a temple for that god and then was turned um, by somebody being an asshole. So we don't know. We don't, we don't know. know who turned her. Because Rain's like, if she would ever tell me, I'd go kill them. But she won't tell me. Somebody turned her. And she kept that power. Yeah. And apparently in this very present omnipotent, omniscient beings, you can have a pretty close relationship with these gods. Yeah. Because it sounds to me, at one point, she loses her mind because 
she can no longer reach him and talk to him. They He's feel kind of like the Greek gods. A little in bit, that they're yeah. literally they're literally alive and in the world. Right. And people can interact with them. And that's kind of cool because we don't get those stories very often. No, it's nice. It's nice to have like... But also, like, Araya still doesn't like Nyaxia. She's still like, I don't know, I don't go to her ceremonies and I don't pray to her or anything because fuck her. Well, I don't think she, I don't think she feels, I think she would feel like it was culturally appropriating the vampire way. <laughs> to go and talk She's to very, her. she seems to be very hesitant. Like, I'm so, you know, in proximity, she's a vampire. Yeah. In the vampire world, but she's not. And so she's just so uncomfortable. We don't even know which one she is. We don't even know if she's Yaj or Rishan or whatever. Yeah. She's, even Araya's like, her loyalty is like unknown because she's never seen her wings. And that's the only thing that makes them different. Misha? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's never seen her rings? Yeah, no, we don't know which one she is. Right. Because Does she have wings? Seen, we never see them. Okay. She never uses them. Ah, but she has them. Maybe they look fucking different. That would be cool. Yeah, could they all have Maybe them. Maybe they're white. They Maybe all, she's a fucking angel. That would be cool. I would love that. But they all have them. Oh. We just never have seen, we don't see Misha's. Right. So... I don't know, but Misha gets really hurt when the tower blows up. Yes. Yeah, and this hurt. is also our first, like, well, this is our second, really, Oriah, like, overpowered moment where she goes in and she's like, I am the Nightfire. <laughs> <laughs> and then she wakes up later and Rain's like, What the fuck did you do? And she's like, What do you, what, what, who do, what do? <laughs> he's like, That you, did you use that power you don't know you have? And, and she's like, Oh, yeah, so I have to admit something. I have uh, no clue how to use my magic. And he's like, everybody knew that. Everybody yeah. knew that. But d wasn't she working with Misha before Misha got hurt? Well, Misha was trying to help her with her magic because Misha said her magic was shy. Yeah, but she could feel it. And they knew she had magic really kind of before she did. Because yeah. the only thing she had ever been able to do was some, like, firework tricks in her hands. Yeah. Like yeah, some Loki-ass shit. Sparks. Sparks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, finger sparks or whatever. Finger sparks, right. So she's like, I can, she knows that she, I think magic users can feel other people's magic, so they could feel it. So she yeah. had been working with her a little bit. But yeah, Misha gets really hurt, so Rain has to um, tuck her away somewhere. Yeah. They Well, first, they just have her there like sick because yeah. she's still in the trial oh and they were gonna try and make her you can't, can't you can't leave the trial but you can ask for killed. permission to leave yeah you can ask for permission didn't they give some people permission but not her they didn't give her permission specifically and that's why oriah is like oh, gonna have to do it so she goes to the like nasty pedo priest and lets her fucking pedo priest <laughs> for sure so gross yeah to, and he's like well if i uh had a blood offering and she's like oh god fine well and something and this is pretty consistent throughout vamp empirical books um there is human beings are aroused there's a sexual element anytime their blood is being right and uh consumed non-voluntary like right. it just happens no yeah. matter yeah so it's a very and she feels gross about it. Yeah, it's really gross. Yeah, and it gets, but it gets Misha out of the trials because they're going to make her participate in the trial anyway. And they're like, if you do, she's going to die. Yeah, so she does what she has to do. Yeah, and he's like, well, I could ask Nyaxia again, maybe. Yeah. For a price. Yeah. So, and there is a point where we're like, bitch, you're pulling some of these strings. Some of this isn't Nyaxia. Like, yeah. she's got, oh, yeah. he's supposed she's definitely, but. He's an, like we're supposed to say like him oftentimes you see yeah a powerful spiritual leader is taking advantage of his power and preying oh, yeah. on people who and are I think Nyaxia likes it 
That's yeah, maybe. why it's okay. She's got yeah. a sense of humor. Why yeah. he lets why she lets him get away with it. Get away with it. But they think that the Rashan vampires, the one that blew up the tower, which we don't ever really Yeah, that's not really what happened. It, they didn't have anything to do with it. Yeah, I we genuinely believe that the Rashan were actively trying to not start shit because they were getting wiped out. They already like they're fighting to survive. Yeah, it it feels like a very obvious well the Rashan blew them up. Obviously blew it up. You should probably go and wipe them off the map. And so Vincent's like, well, I've been waiting for an excuse, so I'm not going to look too hard at this. I'm just going to say it was them, and I'm going to use that as an excuse to declare war. Yeah, and it's almost like, yeah, like he's just waiting for the reason. He's just waiting for it. And in the meantime, and in the meantime, I'm going to... Use this as an excuse to, quote unquote, interrogate that vampire that you've gotten a little bit too close to. Right. I'm uncomfortable with the relationship you formed with this Rashawn vampire. Right. So they kidnap Rain. And kind of torture him. And, and literally torture him. Yeah. Which as soon as I, they said that they'd like cut him down the back or whatever, I was like, oh, that's where his air mark was or whatever. Like that was my first like, oh. They were trying to, like, figure out if he was the heir or whatever because they deliberately cut this, like, strip of flesh off of his back. Right. They're also trying to get to his wings, but he won't. He he doesn't summon them, so they can't do anything about it. Yeah, that's really cool that they can do that. Yeah, it's nice because we – I would have been frustrated if we had used that as a, like, low-hanging fruit of creating drama. Is like, by cutting oh, off my wings. wings. My wings. Right. Which well, is- so, and there's some Sarah J. Matt and Sarah J. Mass's Crescent City. Um, you can cut their wings off and they grow back, but it's still one of the most heinous, horrible things. But then in also in Prithian, if they, you know, Cassian and Azriel, their wings don't grow back, even though when they get ripped to bloody sh- ribbons. Ribbons. They can be healed. But Resan can summon. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's just so many different things we can do with these wings. So, um, But yeah, he gets tortured and she's like, you know, she knows she's fallen in love with this guy, even though no one has. Do they ever say the L word in this book ever? I don't think so. I don't remember and I love you. It's probably the last word. If it's anywhere, it's right there at the end where she stabs him in the heart. <laughs> <laughs> and he helps her. Yeah. He's like, yeah. he's like, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, but we'll get there. Um that whole scene. <laughs> Anyways, so Vincent. So now we got war. Shit's getting big. Universe yeah. is getting bigger. Stakes are getting higher. We're like, what the fuck's going on? We still don't really have an idea who Rain is. We still don't have this. Idea. He doesn't she, even really tell her why he's there. And we we get a little bit more glimpse into some backstory when we go check on Misha. Yes. And we see these other Rashan vampires, and they are like, "Why the fuck is she here?" Yeah. And you get this air and this air. But <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, you get the feeling like, "Oh shit, he's someone powerful." Oh, he's a general of some sort. He was a leader of some kind. Yeah, some yeah. sort of power. Um, and uh, we get a little bit more there. And then we're in fourth trial. What's our fourth trial? Well, the third, aren't we in the third trial? Or is it the fourth? It's the one where they're um, like, they have to be together. Like they have to work together. I think it's the third trial. And it's the one where they're like mentally connected. Oh, right. So he can feel what she's feeling and 
It's you can hear very disorienting. And they're like on opposite sides of the arena. And, and they, they have to get together. They both have to get to the top of this mountain, but work together at the same time. Right. And she almost gets killed. Yeah. And she's like, I am not fucking dying today. And she finally gets angry, which the whole thing she's been doing this entire time is like anger or fear is just a series of physical responses. I don't have to pay attention. Yeah. And she's actually not that hot headed. She's actually pretty good at repressing her emotions. Yeah. And and staying calm, which is why she hears Vincent's voice. We're so accustomed to these like really hot headed characters because they're teenagers. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> she is actually very good at calming her shit. But that's when she lost it and her powers came out, right? Yeah, and everybody's she, like, oh, God. Because uh, Rain is like, no, you need to get angry. That's the fucking key. That's yeah. the key that you've been missing all along. That's what you need for your magic. And so she gets pissed off and she just like lights up the night. And she literally touches God. Like she reaches up and like touches Nyaxia, whatever, but in yeah. her like release of power. Wow. And this is where I was thinking, okay, so one of the things, the thing that Vincent wanted her to wish for was for them to be like bonded, like heart bonded, like the yeah, Corteris bond or yeah, Coriatus or whatever. Cortai, um, yeah. And so that would have given him access to her power and her access to his power. Yeah. So he would have had that power because she's like, well, I don't know why he'd do that for me. It'll make me into and a vampire, but I'm not, not going to give him anything. And right. I, we know the whole time that there's something more there. And she never thinks about it. She's never like, oh, shit, if I she trust him, if I bond Vincent, he's going to get this ability. She's just like, whew, well, that was a fluke. That'll yeah, never she's happen standard, again. She's blinded by daddy eyes. Like, you never think your parents can do anything wrong. Right. And And we see that up until the very end and then even at the end. After she learns what her father's capable of. After we learn, oh, I mean, then her boyfriend kind of fucking... I don't know. Spoil it. <laughs> we already gave our spoiler warning. It's yeah, fine. <laughs> her boyfriend ends up killing her dad, but you know yeah. we'll get there. Yeah, it's a big thing. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah, twist. Ugh, plot twist. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So then we see the fu- and then all the. I think at that point the bet the bets change because yeah. people are like or the vampires are like. Oh shit! Oh wow! Okay, there it is. Yeah, yeah. She's magical. Yeah. She's got some magic. And this is like a nightborn power that she uses. And at no point is she like, "Why am I able to wield this nightfire?" Yeah, it's almost like she's been in survival mode so long that she she's so dis. That's what it is. She's been in survival mode so long. She's so disconnected with herself. She doesn't even know how to go. I wonder what this means. Yeah. I wonder. There's no self reflection. There's no like. Oh shit. Yeah, she's huh. not very self-reflective. No. Yeah. And a lot of, you can't really be when you're just trying to fucking make it. Yeah. There's no time. But I need they to. But they have lulls in between. Yeah. Like, we have a trial and then we have time. Yeah. Because we we're, this is four months long. Right. This trial really process. Long. Yeah. Which so, is nice. They're not in it for like three weeks and they fall madly in love. And No, yeah. yeah. I mean, they're, t- I mean, four months is a reasonable amount of time to establish a intimate relationship yeah my parents met got engaged and got married in four months yeah you know i got married i married my husband in six months it did not work it's (laughs) fine everything's good not a success story not (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah two two hits and a miss (laughs) sometimes it does sometimes it doesn't sometimes it doesn't (laughs) 
It was the finger. She like put up a little finger. Not a success story. <laughs> <laughs> well, Matt and I dated for three years. So. That's yeah. Yeah, but you've been together ever since, and you guys are so sweet together. You guys are so so like like you touch him. <laughs> connected it's really cute thank you i'm like oh shit look at that a marriage that they like each other oh, oh look at that that's <laughs> i oh, try look, yeah you guys have a marriage from an outsider's perspective that doesn't look like it sucks it doesn't not suck. saying that every marriage looks like it sucks but this one in particular doesn't look like it does yeah you're yeah, right it doesn't it. look it not looks, to the exclusion of all others it looks like yeah. a com a compa a compartnership yeah it feels Companion like yeah anyway it's just to give you a yeah, congrats. Thank you. Welcome. Thank you. It's hard work, but it should be. Yeah. Yeah. It does. It takes a um, I can only imagine. It looks exhausting, but it also looks really rewarding. And the <laughs> rewards be. are beautiful babies. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I like them. They're all right. <sighs> They're good kids. Yeah. Sorry. They're really great kids. <laughs> well, so, after that, they don't need to be allied anymore. And so they have this awkward moment of like, well, are you coming back to the apartment? Or are you moving back into the greenhouse? They're like, how are we going to play this? They're like, yeah, I guess I'll stay. And she's like, well, maybe like for tonight, like I'll go or whatever, you know, for protection. And she's like, it was a lie. It was all a lie. But at least I knew it was a lie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, at least I'm self-aware. Yeah. It's this where she does the sweetest thing where she starts to kind of soften and she makes the mirror with the sun. Yeah. She gives him the, like, she arranges mirrors so she can, he can sit and watch the sun outside without being in the sun. Yeah. And she's like, oh, it, it was easy. Like, I just set him up and it just happened to work. She's like, oh, no, it took me hours. Like, I was, it took <laughs> yeah. me hours. Yeah. I love her asides where she's like, no, it's cool. It was no big deal. And she's like, it was a big deal. It was, in fact, a very big deal. <laughs> yeah, it took a very long time. But only to herself. She's like, I can't tell him that it was. No, no, it's never. fine. No. Yeah. And so they're living together. It's, and this must be when um, the um, they start to starve them. Yeah, when they go back, they have like a feast, and then after the feast, nothing. Like the doors yeah. are locked, um, and the, the the windows are locked. Nothing. They can't leave at all. And the vampires are. This is where we get an interlude where um, Oriya. We learn that she had experienced connection and yeah. love with another boy. And is that is that where this is? Yeah, we're pretty close to that. Yeah, yeah. and so we learn that. This is one of the – through this entire book, we know she really doesn't fucking trust vampires. Really doesn't trust them to not want to kill her. Yeah. R not at all. No. And what we learn is she's had this really traumatic experience when she was around 18 years old where she did a turned – a young turned vampire, not yeah. a natural born. Zero fucking control, baby vamp. Um, and they go and start doing it. And sure as shit, he tries to eat her. Yeah. And he has no control. And she loses her mind, and she runs out, and she goes and tells her dad about her first sexual experience, breaks her hymen, chews up her throat, she runs out to daddy, daddy, you were right, this motherfucker tried to kill me. Yeah. So what does our Papa Vincent do? He's like, I'm going to make sure you don't do this again, so I'm going to make you kill your boyfriend. Yep. And uh, there's a really cool line at the end of that where she says something like, you know, people give virginity and your first time this huge power, but that doesn't mean shit. It's not the blood at my throat or the blood at my throat. It wasn't the blood on the sheets. Yeah, yeah. It was when she had to fucking murder her boyfriend that really stuck with her. Yep. Yeah. So we learn a little bit more about, you know, how 
you know, why she didn't trust him and Rain and like what was really holding her back. And that is pretty traumatizing. Yeah. I mean, it was, yeah. 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 Super traumatizing. Super traumatizing. Um, So as they're getting closer, you know, he's trying to pretend. He has a lot of control. I mean, he's older. He's practiced. And he does a really great job of never making her feel threatened. We have a um, pattern of him allowing her to feel really safe. And safety is kind of a um, theme throughout the book. Yeah, it's a big deal for her where she feels safe and who she feels safe yeah, with. Yeah, because she spends her entire life in survival mode around, like, proximity of being food around. Yeah. yeah. She's prey yeah. around predators her entire life. Right. Which I do like the part, like, they do go out hunting one more time before they all get sealed in. And he does something super hot. And she just is like, <sighs> like, <laughs> and she says, suddenly I understood what it was like to be hungry. Yeah. Just like, oh, I just want to do that right now. Yeah. Uh, but not right now. Not in the trial. But, no. But, mm, yeah. I want to hit that. It's basically, yeah. She's, just she's like, like, oh, that's that feeling. Oh, that's what that feels like. Yeah. But she kicks him out of the apartment because he gets real, real hungry. And he's kind of lying to himself a little bit. And then he finally realizes, like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, she kicks him out. And he's like, what? You think I'm going to hurt you? Like, I'd never hurt you. And she's like, you'd never hurt me intentionally. Yeah. But you're looking pretty hungry. Right now. And he's, and I, I'm, I'm delicious. And I yeah. need you to leave. And he does. And he does. And um, the next trial is like, they get dumped in this weird, empty field full of ash. And there's like mist. And she realizes that all the vampires are starving. And there's animals here for them to kill, but they're infected. They're like poisoned, and they're gonna the and the animals are gonna kill the vampires. Yeah, and so she's like, "Oh shit, I gotta get to Rain." Yeah, so she finds Rain, and is able to lure him into a cave. She like wakes him up. She like gets his attention because you know how she does that because they fucking love each other. Yeah, she's like, "Look, look at me. Look at me. Focus. You can't eat that." Okay, smacks him around. Yeah, and he's Don't like, oh, that. okay, 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 yeah, sure. And she wakes him up, yeah, because they are at this point very much in love. Yeah. And so they go into this cave, and she's like, they have, this is when things start to get spicy. Yeah, a little bit and spice. And they're like, you know, we don't have any really other option. You're going to have to eat me. Yeah. You're going to have to suck not, my blood. Not like that, but like the other Oh, way. I mean like sustain me <laughs> with my blood. Yeah. Um, so we have a moment. We got yeah. our first spicy, yeah. like slightly spicy moment. She's sitting on his lap or vice versa. Yeah. No, he, she sits on his lap she and sits she leaves on his lap Because he gives her like a dagger and he's like, if I don't stop, you can stab me. And she's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. That's um, fine. And he bites her. Yeah. Very gently. Yeah. And uh, sucks her fucking blood. And then the, ven- the venom hits. Yeah. And she's like, is it the venom or is it me? Because all of a sudden she's like, Oh, he's got- super hot. He's a little hard here. Like, ah, yeah. I'm straddling his lap and it's in just the right spot. And she's yeah. just like, you know what? So I'm she's here. basically dry humping him yeah. while he's drinking her blood. Yeah. Um, and it was a really hot moment for them. Um, and then once he has come back to come back around and um she's like, Oh shit, that just happened. Yeah, and it's she's a little like, awkward for him. I, I kinda wanna do it again though. And he's like, I hear I hear what you're saying, and I'm here for that, but not right now, because you're I basically just drugged you. Yep. And, and I don't want our first time. And he does that a lot where he's like, 
I've thought about this a lot. I've got a couple lists, and I don't want our first time to be in this cave when you are venomized. Yeah, yeah. I want I want you in your in your right mind. Right. And something we haven't mentioned, but he has that little line that he says to her all the time, where he's like, "There she is." Yeah. When he pisses her off and he gets the look. There she is. He's like, there she is. And yeah. at first, it's obnoxious. Yeah. Because every time he says it, you're like, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you that you pissed yeah, me off. Yeah, because he's just waiting for her to be a little, like, an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. And then as time goes on, it gets to be, like, really endearing. endearing and sweet. Like, there, that's you. Yeah. There, there you are. I see yeah. you now and not Vincent and not whoever else is in your head, but you. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was really interesting that she uses this line repetitively and that over time it really changes tone because the last time we use it, you're like, I want to fucking stab you again. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, there she is. Yeah. He loves that shit. Yeah. Eats it up. Anyways, I actually liked this trial the most. I thought it was the coolest when it came to like how you get through it. So what they realize is that the mist is sequential. It comes at certain times. And it's caustic. Yeah. It's acid, yeah. Yeah, and so they have to figure out. They find a cloak. They steal a cloak from a dead body. Really cool, made out of mithril. Um, <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking Elvin made cloak or some shit. Yeah. And they bebop around at a, the right of moments. And then they realize, at one point, isn't this the city? Yeah, yeah, this is the city she's from. Yeah, this is the city. She wanted to become a vampire so that she could go back to this city. Right. And if she can go back, yeah. and she can and find her family or find what's left right. of her family, she can find out more about who she and is. And Vincent has told her, and we don't know if this is a lie, but I don't believe his bullshit. She can he Okay, so there's strict boundaries with this Hatfield's McCoy thing. Yeah. And he cannot go back there without with, waging if it's not war. war. Yeah. So she can't go either because he has to be their protector. Um, and so, yeah, that's a lot of her motivation to yeah. be a Cortai. So she's. And she's. And so um, Rain catches it. He's like, holy shit. This is what Salone. Yeah. Something like that. He's like, this is this is a town of half a million Don't say people. Town. It's a city. It's a city of half a million yeah. people. And it's gone. Like, it's just dust. All of this ash is the city. Yeah, there's no one here. There's nothing. It's all gone. It's and been she, wiped off the map. And this is a turning point because she's like, holy fucking shit, my dad is a monster. She's like, no, he knew I, he knew I wanted to come back here. Like, he knew my family was here. He knew I wanted this. Yeah. And it wasn't enough for him to yeah. save it. And I think we're going to f- learn that there's it's intentional somehow. That there was a reason he did it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm and sure it, there's and gonna... it boils down to he did it because she was from there and she may have had family. Yeah. But we'll see. Book two. And out so March he 15th. Literally killed them all to keep her from finding out who she is. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot that we didn't find out in this book. She's got a lot to tell us in the yeah. next book because she's got like a ring. She doesn't know where the ring is from. She doesn't know who her real, what her real parentage is. She doesn't know anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. And then we go back. They win. The, they finish this trial. Yeah. And now we're in the last trial. Yeah. And as soon as she gets back, she goes and is like, Dad, what the fuck? Yeah. And this is where we have, you know, we're close to the end. We get some turning point. We know she's really into rain. They had this really hot, spicy, sexy food moment. Yeah. And then um, <laughs> and then we, we, hit, we, we get more emphasis on Jasmine. 
who's her dad's right hand man, right hand Jasmine, Jasmine, yeah. general, the Cassian. Yeah. Um, she runs shit and she's all about war, um, knows how to battle. And also, she thinks there's some kind of relationship between Vincent and Jasmine, but, um, but Araya kind of like walks in on Jasmine. It's like, where the fuck is my dad? And Jasmine kind of bows up a little bit. Yeah. Bows up a little bit. And it's like, I kind of want to fucking beat this little girl's ass. But she doesn't really know if it's, like, what's the ranking here? Yeah. Daughter, general. Yeah. Anyways, finds dad. Dad and her have this really tense moment where he's going back and forth between Papa Vinny and King, King. Vincent. You know, he's like, she goes, <laughs> this is where we get that small moment about Nayaxia's sense of humor. Yeah. Because she's like, we were fucking there. It's gone. And he's like, oh, shit. And she sees the micro expression. Yeah. She yeah. sees the wince. Yeah. And he's like, I was going to tell you when the time yeah. was right. And yeah. she's like, you were going to tell me that you destroyed an entire town when I, like, what, felt better? When, yeah. when the moment was right? She's like, I've never been ashamed to be here. Right. To be your child yeah. until, like, right now. And in the meantime, she's looking around and she's realizing that, you know, his army is in war mode. They're eating humans yeah. with no regard for any rules. Just, like, just eating the shit out of as many people as they want. She's looking around. She's seeing this happen. You know, this is the first time that there's this tension between them where um, she sees that he feels a little bit threatened by her. Yeah. And for the first time, maybe... You know, he's like, oh, God, what if I, like, what is this? Like, I don't know. It's a really tense moment. It is. It is because she's confronting him. So tense that you know what you have to go do? You have to go bang somebody. Well, first you got to go murder some fuckers. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Then, then you go bang somebody. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, that's where we're up. going. Rain shows up and she's like. He's like, okay, okay. She's like slaughtering someone, so angry, slaughtering a vampire that was probably trying to kill a child. Stabbing, 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 and then our boy shows up. Yeah. Our bat boy. Our angel boy. Yeah. And he's like, um, hey, uh, yeah, like you, are you good? Are you, you good? Are we good? And she's, and she's like, like, I might die tomorrow. And then she pursues Mr. Rain and things get fucking spicy. Well, she tells him, I want you to, like, I want you to make this the best night of my life because I might die tomorrow. And he's like, whoa, no pressure. Yeah, no pressure. <laughs> he's also like, um, can we head back to the palace, to the bedroom? Because I don't want to – I've thought about this, and I don't want to do it the first time three feet away from some entrails. Yeah. So can we like, go – so considerate, Because I have a list. I have a I list. I have a list. She's like, a fucking list. And uh, so she's really feeling it. She knows that they've got some sort of deep, intimate connection that you would call love. So they fly back, share some kisses, get it fucking on. This yeah. chapter is a great chapter. I wrote down some of the um, spicy <laughs> language that was used in this book. I actually really... I have a list. I have a list. Um, <laughs> just because, you know, we have a... a yeah, we know, have we, a reputation to maintain. <laughs> well, we like to... You know, the language in these spicy books is so specific. It is. To not, to keep a specific tone, a romanticy tone. Yeah. Fantasy. Um, so these are just a couple of the vocabulary that we get. 
Uh, the core of my need. Mm. Yeah. It's Going back to the core. Yeah. Got Always it. about it's the a, core. It's a good standard. Standard. Um, his length. Yeah. Pretty typical. Um, the slick ache between my legs. <laughs> um, my sensitive peak. Ooh. Uh, he says that her uh, vagina is better than your blood. Once again, hitting on the, it's got to have a good flavor. Always, always. But at to. least this time he's calling it something else that's on the body. Not yeah. like, tastes like watermelon, mango. <laughs> um, Bubblegum? I don't know. Uh, oh my God, this is so funny. Mother, his skin was so soft compared to the unyielding hardness of desire. It twitched the head of moisture at its tips swelling. <laughs> I wrote that down because it made me it made me laugh out loud where I'm just like <laughs> Wait, I don't think I even read it right. It, but what's funny You know enough, what? You don't need to read it again. I'm no. not going to. Okay. It doesn't I don't have to. No, it's fine. <laughs> oh, did it make you cringe? No. Are you good? No, yeah, I'm good. Okay. This is one of the ones that is you know how Kindle will like highlight per- perforated line? Yeah, where it's yeah. like 3,000 people also highlighted this. <laughs> of course they did. <laughs> um, and then she calls my wet folds. I thought yeah. that was that was special. Yeah. I hadn't heard that one before. Wet folds. Or yeah. wet well, folds. they're always wet, moisture, moist. And then he was dampness, pistoning in and out. Mm. But I thought those were lovely. I was like, oh, this is great. Pistoning, yes. Pistoning. Yeah, I've heard that one. I have not. But I don't read as much smut as you do. That's fair. I'm new to the smut game. <laughs> new, to the, new to the smut game. New to the smut game. Which which begs the question, if they don't have any internal combustion engines, would she know what a piston is? Because it's directly Silence. referring to a piston moving in and out yeah. of a um, combustion chain, chamber. And- well, the what's the etymology? I'm going to look up etymology of the word piston. Is that the right word? Did I use the right word? Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. It's a movable piece so fitted as to fill the section of a tube and capable of being driven alternatively in two directions by pressure on either side. It's actually from 1704. It's when the word was begun? Yeah. When it was created? It started as the word pestle or to pound. <laughs> <laughs> so it's even more applicable than we thought. Yeah. Look at that. So potentially like a mechanism versus a machine. There's a, I think there's a lot of room for debate on this. Maybe she's using it with its original definition of to pound. Obviously. Obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Anyways, it's a good, it's a good spicy good. I was ready. I was ready for it. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. She withhold, withheld just long enough. Yeah. But the difference in her and Sarah J. Mass is that there was a lot more going on. So I didn't feel like there was any part of the story that was empty. Or yeah. lacking. Yeah. And that was something about this. This story is very consistently paced. There's never a part, at least, did you feel that way? No, I felt like it, yeah, I felt like everything that we did, well, because we were meeting out, that we were always moving towards a, like, different sub-goal. Right. We were always on side quests through right. the whole time. But but side quests that drove us towards the final goal. Right. So the so, pacing of it is pretty good. And I never felt like... I feel like this book is planned out versus yeah, a Sarah J. Mass book, which is planned. just yes. going along. I was going to say, well, it never felt like she got lost in the characters. Sometimes yeah. it feels like Sarah J. Mass gets lost in her characters. Sure. And she's having so much fun with these characters that she forgets that there needs to be 
plot device. And so then all of a sudden she's like, uh, plot, 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 plot. Oh, look, we're back. We're back in the house of the wind, guys. <laughs> and so, yeah. Which is, that's just a different writing style. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Well, it's and just, we, we know that this has to be planned out because literally seven months later, she's putting out the second book. Right. And there's no way that she left us with a, so she left us with a complete story. This is a complete book. It feels complete. It feels like the story she tells in this book has a beginning, a middle, and an ending. Right. But she left us with a lot of questions. So she was capable of giving us this complete story arc, but leaving large swaths of things completely unexplained. Yeah, this is a good book. Yeah, so we're left like, okay, I felt like it, I felt like I had a I felt like I I've experienced an entire storyline. But I want to know more. Yeah. I want to read the next story because I want to be able to go back to this book after I read the next one and figure out, read it with the knowledge of the second book. Yeah. I'm really stoked about that, too. Yeah. Um, I say we wait up at midnight for March 15th. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. And like, I'll it's have, a Harry Potter I'll book. I'll have read it by the 16th and then we can go ahead. And, and- I will have read it by the <laughs> 30th it'll be fine um no i'll read it really fast especially because i'm excited about it so i was telling rachel i'm not sure if i said this on the pod i might have said it on another one but this was one of those books where i could only read it and so i literally yeah i did say it i skipped agent duty yeah you did I found a way to not go into town. I have to drive i commute to my office and i found a way to change i didn't I didn't bail on it. I switched agent duties because I wanted to stay at home and read this book. I really am bummed <laughs> I out. I can't that. listen to it in my car. If I'm really, really, really into a book, yeah, I'll you'll forget s- to feed the kids. I'll f- I'm like, sorry, guys. You're guys, on just it's, go make some mac and cheese. It's like it's survival of the fittest. Mommy has to finish her book. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah and that's how I haven't liked a book that much in a really long time. Um, I, I really dig this. And I hope... I wish big things for this author. I do. She's it's good. I've yeah. seen a lot of um, buzz, I guess, on Instagram and people saying like, "I'm glad people are finally discovering her because she's such a good writer." Right. Yeah. Well, and I'm hoping I can. Um, as soon as I finish this book, I got another book, so I'm hoping I can restart that one and get into it. Um, so we are. We've had sex. Mm-hmm. We are in fucking love, and we're gonna die the next day. Yeah, we're in the final trial. Yeah, we're in the final trial. And this is when the shit gets wild and awesome. There's a lot here. She has to face, like, caricatures you know who, of the other gods. You know who we haven't talked about at all? Um, who's the bad bitch that's bloodborne? Oh, I can't remember her name. Angelica? Angelica. Yeah. Angelica is a bloodborne, and she's been kind of a nemesis the whole time. She yeah. has come for uh, Araya a couple times and the way that the blood born power works is you cut somebody and then you can like pull out their blood and control them with it yeah you can manipulate them we also had a moment where we met a guy down by the river yep we were having a moment down by the river and she got some cigarettes yeah (laughs) and she bummed a smoke from this other dude yeah um who at the time she didn't recognize their accent or who they were but he ends up being some Basically, the leader of the um, Bloodborne folk. Yep. I don't know how Nyaxia. Well, like, didn't they copies... use the bodies of dead? Yeah, they used co- the participants. Yeah. So they they zombie the dead participants into yeah. being caricatures of the gods, and all the gods have different powers. And Rain and Angelica and Ishmael. Is he there? 
Or did he die in the fifth? No, he's in the final. He makes it all, all the way, way to, to the, the final. End. Yeah, our yeah. buddy. And so then once they beat the gods, yeah. small moment, they're beating the gods. And then they all have to beat each other. Each other. And she, and this is the thing. This is why I feel like Ishmael is such a wasted character. He doesn't do anything really that dirty. He's just basically like, I'm really glad that it's you. I'm glad that it's you that takes me out. Yeah. She kills him. Yep. Yeah. And Angelica dies, and it's her and Rain. Yeah, and Angelica actually makes a decision to kill her versus Rain. Yeah. Even though we have had a lot of friction between the two of them, she, like, at this point, we're like, what? Why? Like, there's a reason. We yeah. know that something's up. Right. Why would she do that? Yeah. Um. And then Rain and Orea, Oraya. Are up against each other and they're looking at each other and she's like, No fucking way, I can't do it. I can't. He's like, You're gonna do it. Yep. You are gonna fucking do it. And she's like, No fucking way. I cannot. <laughs> I cannot. Yep. And he pushes her to do it. And she yeah, he actually helps her do it. Yeah. She does not stab that heart, that dagger. And this is when shit gets crazy. This is their yeah. twist that we're not the, expecting. The end felt like, what the fuck? Yeah. So our <laughs> goddess Naexia comes down. Yeah. Because she kills Rain. She stabs she kills Rain. Rain. She's Rain like, dies. Rain dead. Everyone dead. I win. And Naexia is like, boop, 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 boop. Here you are. Here I am. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. What do you, what do you want? What would you like for your boon? And she looks at her daddy, looks at dad. Looks at Naxia, looks at Rain, and says, "I wish I hadn't won. I wish Rain had won." Yeah. yeah. And so, in your mind, as a book reader, you're thinking, "Oh shit, she's dead now." That's what I thought. I was but like, "Oh, hold on." Naxia's sense of humor. That's what I'm saying. Like we have these weird shit that she does. Like yeah. she likes to mess with people. She's like, "Oh, okay." And instead, she like reverses time, uses the time stone, goes yeah. back, and just. <laughs> Has him win. Yeah. And now, but doesn't kill her. Her at all. No. And now he gets to also get a boon. Yeah. And she knew. Nixia knew. Yeah. She's like, oh, let's stir it up. <laughs> stir it up. Yeah. She's like, let's go. Spill the tea. Spill the cereal. The yeah. cereal's here. Yeah. Um, And Rain is like, I want the uh, air of the Rashan to be released. The same thing that Vincent had asked for 200 years prior. Yep. I want it to be released. Rain becomes the heir. We learn that Rain becomes the heir. Yeah. And everybody's Which he like, knew. Yeah, he, knew he, he was did there. He was like, I want the power that I d- deserve. And we know that. And it, there's this like vagueness where Rain, f- and there's this. Subplot, sub story that we didn't really go into that if you've read it, you know about, you know, where Rain was in love with this other woman and yeah. such as blah, 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 blah. And the way that he became the heir is he was, and that's what's weird and so vague about how you become heir is he was made. He wasn't a blood, he wasn't a child of. But I think he's still considered a child a of. A child. He's yeah. just not like a, it's just a different power way of having down. a child. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we find out that he was the last living heir of the Rashan king. Yeah. That was evil and made him. So And that's why he was there this whole time, was to to be there to reclaim his power and kill Vincent. That's why he wanted to win. And he knew that this but entire he, time. But don't don't be afraid. He like 
that the piece of this was he was going to give it all up yeah. for her. Yeah. He really was. That's and like, he's like true. He's like, God damn it. I, I was giving you an Why out. did you do this? Why what did, did you, you do? do what did you do? But he's like, but. Here we are. I owe. But same as Vincent, I owe to more people than you. Yeah. Like there's more people counting on me than just you. What? Right. And she, she found a way for them to both win. Yeah. So he's going to not take it. It's not like he's not going to take advantage of that. Right. So what does he do? He kills Vincent. He turns around and he goes over to Vincent and they have a heart to heart. He whispers in her ear. Somebody whispers in, Vincent whispers in his ear, probably like, take care of my daughter. Yeah. Um, and he looks at, and Vincent looks over at Oriah and says, don't look. Yep. Do not watch this. And Oriah watches her boyfriend and love of her life murder her father. Yep. And then what the fuck? Happens, Rachel. <laughs> well, even in what's interesting, even in that moment, like she's she and Vincent are on the outs, really. Because, yeah. but that's still her dad. And then he gets like they get a moment together where he's like, I don't know that I've ever actually told you, but like I love you. Oh, he does say I love you. Yeah, yeah. he's like I, I love you. I love you. Yeah, and she's like, right now. I know, Dad. Thanks, Dad. Yeah. Right now, because she says that they always have to like surround their feelings with sharp edges right and then as soon as he dies she's like oh, why the fuck does my chest itch oh because i'm the motherfucking heir and i have the tattoo on my chest now yep and then rain looks at her and is like oh my god so then we have this so like our second book and our story is about rain the boyfriend slash husband yeah and rain the king conqueror yeah, yeah. um because he immediately, you know, to pander to the Rishan says, oh, I'm going to take her and I'm going to marry her. Because that's the first thing they always do is like, oh, I'm going to mine now. Yeah. I'm going to marry her. And now legally I own her. And so yeah. it'll be cool. It's fine. And I'm going to rape her and I'm going to do all this bad shit to her. Ugh. I think he actually said that. Yeah. Flare that nostril. I know. Yeah. So unnecessary. But he does that to make these other people feel like they're going to pay, right? Yeah. But in his heart, he knows, I love this woman more than anything in the world. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to figure out how to how to How, to, how do we get forward? This. How do we move forward here? Yeah. So our book ends like she's the heir. Yeah. And this is where he takes her back. And she's, in, she's back in the palace again. In her old room. And he like goes in to talk to her and she's pissed at him and he's like, Oh There she is. There she is. Yep. And you're like, son of a bitch. Yep. And the softness is gone. Which to be fair, he never lied to her. He just oh. never told her. Omitting. That's a whole debate. Yeah. I think omission can be lying. So we end Misha's okay. Um Jasmine, we find, is and this is something that the power of the air mark immediately gains her the loyalty of the army. Right. So it makes me, and that that's very questionable to me. I feel like there should be more politics. <laughs> um, but, you know, Jasmine gets away with the army. And, you know, in the very end, Jasmine pops up at the window and is like, hey, like, we're here for you. Let me know when you're ready to make moves. Yeah, and, and she's, she's like, "Oh, now we're friends." Oh, okay. okay. Oh, now I'm. I have an army. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, um, thanks. And 
It reminds me of, remember that Babylon 5 episode I told you about where there's those two groups that are fighting? Right. And the, yeah, the red and the green. The or purple something? and the green. And yeah. they're like, well, how do you decide who's leader? And they're like, well, one person draws the scarf with the leader pin, and that person's the leader. And then the other person, somebody else draws the other yeah. leader pin, and that person is the other leader. And then they're leaders. And so she takes the leader pin and she's like, okay, so now I'm leader. And they're like, yes, leader. <laughs> it's green leader. It's exactly what it feels like. Yep. It's like, well, I. I got the tattoo, and so now that means I'm... I'm the leader. I'm the leader. Right. So the two heirs marry each other. They do get married. Yeah. It's a hasty, hasty ceremony, but hasty yes. Hasty ceremony. Um, and uh, that's where our book ends. Yeah. And the second book is coming out March 15th. That is like bang, bang. I know. Less than a year Seven apart. months. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's wild. When I saw those dates, I was like, holy shit, that's but awesome. thank God. I don't have to wait like three years. Yeah, and we'll have to do the next pod right after that week. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I'm so glad we don't have to wait. Yeah. Because I really enjoyed this. I fell in love with these characters really quickly. I really want to know what happens. Um, and I'm really excited to see where it goes. I want to know more about her powers, where they came from. I yeah. want to know more about Misha and her powers. Yeah, we were left with like a, a – there's a lot to cover. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not like, oh, I wonder what she's going to put in the second book. I'm like, I know what I want her to put in the second well, book. Well, she's got to wrap it up. I mean, she's already said it's one of two. I imagine she had already had the second part of it. She must have been writing this and go – she went, oh, this can be two stories, but a yeah, whole story. she just broke it Oh, here. which brings me – Absolute joy. I cannot take stories that start that don't have a understanding of an ending. Yeah. Don't, don't, just don't write. I don't know anything about writing, but don't <laughs> write stories if they don't have endings. Yeah. If you're not going somewhere. When people have to, it, first of all, it sounds exhausting to be a writer and have to make up an ending as good as the rest of the book. Yeah. Like, shouldn't that be? Yeah. And let me tell you what happens. Let me tell you what happens. What happens is the most traumatizing and disappointing episode <laughs> of television that's ever happened, which is the last season of Game, Game of Thrones. Of Thrones. <laughs> and I will never not, I will never not bring that forward because I am still so fucking disappointed. You're scarred. I really yeah. am. Yeah. Silence. Just take a moment. Just, just a moment of silence. I will never not bring that you know George R. R. Martin wrote a vampire book. I don't want to read it. It's probably got a lot of incest and rape. It's a standalone book. It's a standalone. Uh huh. It's called Fever Dream. Did you read it? I read part of it. Did you like it? I don't like it when the vampire like they can they can have like biological children, but then they can't ever like. There, there's only one. They can only have babies. So they're like an insular group, and it makes them like a separate species, which I never like. That's not your type of vampire. No. Not in our world. No, this is fine because we're in, like, fantasy world. Yeah. So that's, like, I get that. But, like, vampires in this world, part of the appeal is that they used to be human. Right. So I have, like, specific characteristics that I'm like, okay, check, check, check. All right, I'll read the book. And right. then as soon as we hit one where I'm like, bah, never mind. So his his vampires are different species and yeah. they, they mate and procreate. Yeah. And they can't turn them? No. Huh? They eat people? I think so. Do they look like people? Yeah. Uh-uh. I don't like it. Mm-mm. I'm, I'm with you on that. Yeah. I don't like, but they're, so they're not undead in that. No. No, I think they even grow old and die. 
Yeah. And it's on like the Mississippi. It's like it's weird. I don't know. I was like, meh, I'm not this isn't my moment for this. Did not finish DNF. DNF. You DNF'd it. I DNF a lot of books, <laughs> to be fair. I'd probably not very often, but well, if I can't read a book, I won't finish it. But that happens to me where I physically cannot read it. It is not interesting enough to for me to comprehend what's happening in yeah. it. Yeah. I can see that. Speaking of network effect, so we're doing Murderbot, the Murderbot novel next week, and so I'm, 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 I'm into it. Yeah. Um, and it's gotten to the point. What I'm realizing is, once I know the characters in the story, I'm able to listen to it without reading. It's the introduction, and that's what's happening in each one of these. Like that's this other Carissa Broadbent book. If I don't know the characters, and you really, really have to pay attention to to build the world yeah then i have to read and listen or just read but once i know everybody and i can carry them with me i'm perfectly fine listening to it so i'm able to listen to it in the car and it's great i love it i'm like yes i got murdered by on my drive (laughs) i love that i love the novel yeah it's good yeah i'm digging it yeah i've already texted rachel a couple times being like (laughs) oh my god this is hysterical (laughs) i know how how, uh, how far are you chapter 18 I don't, I don't know how many there are. You pay way more attention to chapters than I do. It's just I don't even I don't even look at the number. I don't understand. Yeah, we definitely read differently. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, whoop, onto the next thing. Yeah, I'm I don't like it when chapters don't have titles. I want my chapters to have I titles. I like a good chapter title. Because it yeah. allows me to remember. It, yeah. Yeah. I can go back and go I, like because I like to read chapters over. So I had to thumb through this book to f- figure out where the sexy chapter was. <laughs> now I know it's 44. Yeah. Um, so whenever I'm feeling like I want to read it, I can. That's Well, that's why. Because you like to go back to specific parts of a book. Yeah, I like to read specific parts of books. I'm really excited about this book. I'm really grateful that you were open to picking it up quickly. Yeah, it was good. So good. Anyways, where are we at? We're probably at about an hour 45. Nice. All together. That's good. Two hours somewhere in there. Yeah. yeah that's great. It's a good length. It's a great length. Yeah. And I think we talked about it. It was good. It's a good book. It's a great book. I feel like we covered everything. We missed a couple stuff, but. We don't need, I mean, technically people have read it. So what we really need to just talk about is how we feel about it. Yeah. And we did. I thought it was a great book. I thought it was well written. I could tell you she planned it out. Yeah. I, but I, it I did, know. But it didn't feel like we had to drive our characters to the next plot beat. No, it felt paced really consistently. It was always entertaining. It was always like, and then at the end, instead of like a, boom, it was like a, yeah. And we know nobody had to act out of character in order to get to where we needed to go. No, it was great. Yeah. It was really good. I I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Thank you for recommending it. Yeah. I'm glad I've been paying attention to what TikTok people are saying. You just be my t- TikTok liaison. Yeah, then yeah, I don't yeah. have to be on TikTok. Right, right, just, right. You don't have to be on TikTok. I can be vicariously um, on TikTok. I um, <laughs> what was I saying the other night? Where I was like, I stumbled, I came across some information the yeah. other day. <laughs> Every time you hear me say, "Yeah, I was," I came across some information. It means that I saw a TikTok. I saw a TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> it just feels so pedestrian to say I saw a TikTok. It's the way, I mean, it's the way people are communicating right now. It's fine. Yeah. 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 But it's also, to me, there's also a level of skepticism and misinformation. So 
I feel like if I heard someone say, I saw it on TikTok, there's a level of skepticism for me. There is, yeah. So it's like I came across some information. (laughs) Yeah. I read an article. I have no idea how real it is, but I, yeah. Uh, oh, okay. So, ne- <laughs> thank you. Next week we're going to be doing Network Effect. Yep, the novel. Right. Yeah, which Kate has been diligently reading. Yep, and it's excellent. And yes. you should take this moment to go and read it immediately, so you can follow along. Yeah, because uh, a favored character returns. Oh, my and boy! My boy! In a big way. Yeah. And we find his real name. We have some wonderful interaction. Yeah. Have you gotten to the part where they're writing a virus yet? Are you talking about MB2? Yeah. 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 Okay. It's yeah. good. But it's we're gonna, so good. We're going to be doing Network Effect next week. And I'm, I'm not sure what we'll be doing after that. But if you want to keep up with it, you can come find us on Instagram at Strange and Beautiful Book Club. Mm-hmm. I'm up to 34 followers now. Wow. Probably because I've been doing my gorilla campaign. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Kate's been commenting around for me. Yeah. Uh, look at Strange and Beautiful Book Club. Look at this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We also have a website, which is strangeandbeautiful.club, and it has all of our links on there because we have a Patreon, which I highly encourage anyone to go join the Patreon because once we get the pod lab up and going, we're going to have Patreon-only episodes. Thanks. And right now, only Rachel and Ryan are going to get to listen to the Patreon-only episodes. Who's Rachel? You? No, not me. Oh, like yourself? <laughs> no, not me. I was like, Another oh. Rachel and Ryan. Yeah, I'll have to meet those folks. We yeah. talk about them a lot. Thanks, Ryan. I don't know who you are, but thanks. Yeah, I mean, we thank him all the time. He listens to it, so. Nice. Good yeah. job, Ryan. Uh, and we have a Discord, which we're on the Discord. And if you're on the Patreon, you Yeah, that's that deep nerd shit I got to get on. It's just like Slack. Also deep nerd shit. Okay. Well, no, that's like a business, like a chat room kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I think I've heard of that. Yeah. But anyway, Discord's kind of like a chat room too. Forum-ish. I don't know. Anyway, we're on there. You can interact with us. You can ask us questions, yell at us in real life, whatever you want to do. If you want to get mad at me because I misquoted. um, Oh, yeah. Don't get – yeah, you can get (laughs) mad at me too. I missay stuff all the time. (laughs) That's a good place to come and yell at us. But that's at Patreon, and the link is on our website. And I try to drop a link to the website in the show notes every time. So okay. you can just click on that and go find it. Sweet. As Matt always says, look in the show notes. Look in the show look notes. Look in the show notes. Yeah. Which usually I've been editing audio for like three hours. And then I'm presented with the opportunity to write a paragraph. And I'm like, fuck, fuck it. I don't want to. It takes you that long? It does. It depends on the length because I have to listen to it. I so like, I listen through it. Yeah. I feel like you do it really fast. Yeah, it's, it's whatever. The, it's usually the length of the show. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's where to find awesome. us. I'm trying to like build the Instagram page. Yeah, I think you're doing a great job. The other day, I posted a minute and a half long reel of Pippin cleaning my hand. Did you watch that one? No, I didn't and get it. I, Algorithms don't like reels that long. Just well, I was know. like, but I was like, I don't care. I'm just gonna put it up there because it's fun. Yeah. And I put like a cute little piano melody over Aww, it. Oh, I'll go and home and watch it. One, I liked it, and like one other person liked it, and I was like, well, that's fine. I'm happy with that. Two, and okay. then I got like 30 likes overnight. <gasps> it went viral. It went viral. So I'm basically viral again. <laughs> So I'm kind of a big deal. Yeah, you know what we can post pictures of as we does. You should take a picture of the pod lab, and like, um, as we start decorating. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm gonna do that, and I want to set it up so we can have like we can record recordings. 
Uh, yeah, okay. Well, you can be who you are and love what you love. Yeah, and things are strange and beautiful. I'll work on it. I'll <laughs> work on it. I'll work Until on next it. time, friends. Okay, bye. Bye. If you know what I mean, are you happy to see us? Or is that a dagger? It's feast, sheep, shatter. It's feast, sheep, shatter. You are listening to a Strange and Beautiful Network podcast, a network of shows focusing on unscripted discussions that promote positive but honest engagement with all the weird and wonderful topics that make our hearts happy. I want to take a moment to express my heartfelt gratitude to all our listeners. Your continuous support and engagement mean the world to us. So if you're enjoying the show, make sure to spread the love. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at Strange and Beautiful Network to stay updated on the latest episodes, behind-the-scenes peaks, and exclusive content from all our shows. You can also find additional ways to support this show on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash strange and beautiful network. By becoming a patron, you'll gain access to bonus episodes, early releases, our Discord channel, and other exciting perks. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.